Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following content is not suitable for children. Welcome, Lori. So let's take our time today <laughs> and really stretch out this topic. <laughs> today, premature ejaculation. Fun topic. Fun topic. Common so, topic. Common topic. All right, so let's get this going as quick as we can, all right? <laughs> Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. For a great personal lubricant, please check out uberlube.com and use the coupon foreplay to support us at the podcast. Thanks. Before we start, this is January 8th. Happy New Year, everybody. We're excited yes. to be back on our new calendar and 2021 got to be better than 2020 and we're looking forward to february 5th for our great love great sex class so excited about this and today is i think the last day you can register for our discount which is 399 and tomorrow it goes up to 450 so if you want to come and join us and you want to save a little bit of money please sign up today find us at foreplayradiosextherapy.com. Yeah, you know, you can find us. Just Google our names or Foreplay Radio. You'll eventually get to our website. And we have our admin, Krista, helping us do all that. And she's great. She'll get you all registered and set up. But we're looking forward to talking about sex and love and emotions and how it all interrelates. Yeah, this is our first time doing this workshop together. So the creative juices will be flowing. Right. To me, they're always the best trainings when you're just coming together and you're just, you know, you're trying to meet an objective and you're not sure what's going to happen. But, you know, we're talking about a great topic that's really important too. So couples come in where you're going to get something out of this. You're going to have conversations you probably never had before with your partner. So we really welcome everyone. I think so too. I think that teaching something new and certainly our first time teaching together, it, it will be an exciting time to really get to discover this topic and share it with our foreplay family. So welcome. Hope you all join us. Premature ejaculation. <laughs> Let's take our time with this. That's so funny. Take your time. Um, well, I think w what was funny is the idea of Let's be quick about this um, because it is one of the reasons that premature ejaculation begins. You know, young boys often are masturbating and they're anxious. You know, they don't want to be discovered. And so they learn to masturbate quickly and to get it over with uh, so that they're not found out uh, because there's shame sometimes in families about masturbation or, or they just are afraid of what would happen if they were found out. And that is one of the ways it begins is they just train their bodies to quickly ejaculate. Well, let's 
let's add some statistics to this conversation. Because again, I think there's a lot of faulty assumptions out there. And you're the sex therapist, so you correct this information. Okay. But the average, I mean, actually premature ejaculation is, is sex less than two minutes? Right. It's ejaculating usually within one minute. Um, within one minute. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the average is three to seven minutes of intercourse. That's the average person during, during sexual intercourse. I, I hear about eight minutes. Eight minutes on average. That's what you're hearing. Yep. So when we really talk about less than a minute being premature and eight being on average, mm-hmm. we're just trying to stretch it out seven minutes here, right, Laurie? That's all we, that's all we need is seven minutes. All right. So seven minutes. We and can it, do that. I think that, you know, there's technical ways to think about that minute, you know, if it's too early and if it happens even before the man has sexual intercourse or when he first enters her or, you know, he can last a little bit. All of that, I think the problem is what men tell themselves about it adds to the anxiety. And and men climax for two reasons. Men climax because of anxiety. Uh, Their body is just a trigger, you know, and kind of excitable and so if they're too anxious, they can climax. And erotic feelings and thoughts, that's another way that men build arousal and climax. And of course, what we really want is men to experience kind of the best sex, right? Which is emotional connection, eroticism shared with their partner, not being anxious about their own erotic thoughts, being able to look at and enjoy the eroticism of their bodies body to body without any kind of fear that would excite their body to trigger too early. Women, again, we hit this a lot in the podcast, most women don't climax with sexual intercourse. And I think at one episode you asked me, you know, then why do women want to have sexual intercourse? And so why does premature ejaculation matter? To some women, it really doesn't. I mean, because they don't climax that way, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter. And I tell men all the time, listen to what your partner is saying. Does she care about long intercourse? Does she care about eight minutes or whatever? You know, porn has set up this terrible expectation that sexual intercourse should last for an, you know, 30 minutes and that all men stay hard during that 30 minutes, which is totally false. And that's about something unusual. That's about medication. That's about a film. It's, it's false. And so I think men have these expectations for themselves, and some women don't care. But a lot of women do love sexual intercourse. It's so intimate. Whether they climax or not, they do think about the sexual experience as including sexual intercourse. So they want to feel their partner inside them. They want to have it last long enough that the, it's pleasurable, it ex, they experience pleasure that way, and they experience deep body intimacy and deep emotional intimacy with sexual intercourse. So it does matter. Yeah. I appreciate using the word expectations because so often that's what's getting in the way with premature ejaculation, right? Feeling like you're not meeting expectations. And yet some of these expectations are inaccurate. So Mm -hmm. I think some basic psych ed, something as simple as seven minutes is helpful to start getting, you know, men to start coming up with a plan. What can I do to relax more? Because that's the whole key, 
right? How do I be, get more into my body and not so focus on my penis? How do I let myself feel my heels on the ground? Like so many men, their strategy is to just think about anything else. They start, so they're not going to orgasm, which again, makes them not present. So I remember, you know, one of my friends said he, he would go through the alphabet backwards, right? Just as a way of trying to distract himself from, but again, all these moves wind up making a problem worse because it's, it's quickly can go from premature ejaculation to ED, right? And losing yes. your, 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 the ability to perform. You're right. They're I'm, often correlated with each other. They are correlated. And one often, the strategy that a man uses to manage premature ejaculation that de-eroticizes the experience mm -hmm. can lead to ED later on in life or, or even earlier. I mean, and you just think about this guy, right? Instead of being able to, your friend, instead of being able to feel and think erotic thoughts, he's kind of his mind is elsewhere you know he's the, disconnected. the he's disconnected he's he's even disconnected from sex at all you know he's thinking mm -hmm. about the alphabet or i've heard the multiplication tables or like my patient said you know i gotta think about dead kittens you know so that i don't climax too quickly you know and then with ed hot women you know it's just this swing and and in no place are they entering the body. And that's what we want men to be able to experience is a full connection with their own bodies, being present in their body, not feeling anxious about, oh my gosh, I'm going to come too quickly. And then they are more able to be present with their partner and her body. We've been talking about what men tell themselves about it and and a little bit about what women tell themselves about it, I think would be important to mention. I mean, Sometimes I think in a more negative cycle, women start to say, you know, he doesn't care enough about me to solve this problem. Mm -hmm. You know, I've told him over and over again, why don't you go to your urologist? Why don't you go to a sex therapist? You know, she's essentially pursuing him to get this fixed. But I think men feel so much shame about it, you know, telling a doctor, right. um, you know, a woman doctor or a male doctor, right? Oh, you know, I, I climax too fast. You got any fixes here? That that just feels untenable to a lot of men. I don't I don't want to tell anybody about this. It's bad enough that I do it with my partner and she's unhappy. And and the women are saying, You don't care. You don't care about our sex mm -hmm. life. You don't care about me. You don't care about my pleasure. You don't care about how That's I bad feel. Timing. It's bad timing, right? If, if it's going to take a while for a woman to warm up and it's over before she even gets warmed up and there's no reciprocation and, you know, that's got to feel pretty terrible. I think sex so often ends when men are finished. Right. Once a man climaxes, the sexual experience is often over. And if a man climaxes too quickly and he's ashamed and humiliated, you bet he's going to get out of bed or he's going to turn his back, which may mean she doesn't orgasm. They don't continue a pleasurable experience. They're not connected. So it's more than just he didn't have sexual intercourse with me for long enough, but it's like, you know, the sex ended. And so, of course, she's often frustrated, angry. She feels shut out. And oftentimes in the negative cycle, she contributes to that, right, with her anger, her criticism. And he keeps hearing, you know, my penis isn't lasting long enough. I'm not, I'm not doing it well enough. And, 
you know, his shame, he could push back with anger too, you know. Uh, I didn't have this problem with other women or, you know, many, many ways that kind of a withdrawing partner might push back to, you know, get their partner off their back or just clam up, not say anything, just get out of bed, feel embarrassed, feel ashamed, say nothing. And there's nothing going on between the two of them anymore that is sexual, let alone connected. And that's too much focus on the orgasm. Just because your orgasm doesn't mean the sex or the intimacy should stop or it's over with, right? And like, okay, you had an orgasm. So how do we reciprocate? How do we kind of continue to focus on the connection? Get mm-hmm. being more in our bodies and our hearts and our minds and our spirit, all that comprehensive, holistic, full integrated sex that we've been trying to talk about here with premature ejaculation. It's not the, it's not the orgasms, the problem. It's what happens afterwards, right? That's the shame. That's the rolling over. That's the disconnection. There's a lot that actually makes it a bigger problem than actually the orgasm itself. Mm -hmm. And I think if couples can get on the same page where they can think about their sex life as a joint issue, you know, we, we talk often about how, if they can take ownership together about what happens and doesn't happen between the two of them as our problem, our issues, it's actually one of the easiest sexual problems to solve, George. I mean, usually six I'm months. I'm forward to the tips. We've six months of therapy. Okay. George, I want to talk wow. to you about UberLube. I've had two people call me about it that have started using it. And one of them was a girlfriend who said, I have menopausal pain. It is just a big problem. And she started using UberLube, no pain. And then a patient told me that she had pain intermittently with sexual intercourse and she couldn't depend on her own natural lubrication. So she started using UberLube like I told her to every single time. Don't Mm -hmm. trust at this point that... Your body will do everything it needs. Just use it. You know, it's fun. It's extra. She's using it. No sexual pain. Starting to really enjoy sexual intercourse. So I'm excited about this product. I have used it for years and recommended it for years to couples. It helps with the experience, especially if there's any kinds of problems and just for fun. That's right, Lori. Whatever we can do to increase our pleasure and connection. Use all those tools, and Uber Lube is a great way of enhancing that emotional bond. It's a good lubrication, and most people, it helps with touching right in the beginning. It's, it's important to make sex as pleasurable as possible. So Uber Lube, you know, silicone-based, doesn't stain anything. You want to wipe off your sex toys if you use it with that, though, and it's clear. It's a great bottle. Uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. Yeah, that's some good stuff. So, Lori, you know at times I can be a bit old school. I think I've tried to get caught up with the modern times. And, hey, when you notice all what women have to do to go through the grooming, clean, and wax, and all this stuff that seems quite painful, I figure the least I can do is you know, give a little trim and freshen <laughs> up a bit. Oh, George. The problem is I used, you know, what I was using to shave my son's head. And, you know, it, it didn't feel so good down here. So you, you totally need Manscaped's electric trimmer because it is so safe and you need this. It's like the improved lawnmower is what they call it. 3.0. 3.0. Well, listen, yeah. 
when you're going close to the family jewels, you better be safe and take your time. (laughs) Absolutely. And you can use this in the shower. It's like waterproof. There's like an LED light that you can see and they have this motor. I guess it goes for 90 minutes. I mean, I don't don't know anybody who's going to need it for 90 minutes, but definitely. um, I'm sold. Manscaped. Here I come. Okay. So our listeners, they can get this for 20% off and free shipping if they go to manscaped.com. And use the code foreplay. Got a G spot? Here's a sentimental one. Why do we close our eyes when we sleep, when we cry, when we imagine, when we kiss, when we pray? Because the most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen with your eyes, it must be felt with your heart. All right, Lori. So you promised our listeners. This is one of the easiest problems to fix. I love the the reframe you said. This is if couples see it as our problem. This is something we're working on together. It's so different than just kind of blaming a person and kind of kicking in those defenses. So let's. What what are some of these strategies? Yes, sexual problems happen between people. It's often not just in one person's body. There's there's usually a dynamic that supports the sexual problem as an ongoing issue. So we need to step back and think of it, and that's what therapy helps with, is thinking about things dynamically. You know, the difficulty is maybe this is a longstanding problem, and you're asking a partner who's already angry with you to help you. Uh, And how can the two of them kind of work through the resentment? Maybe it's been years of resentment so that they're willing to fix this problem because, like I said, so easy. Two big problems in sex are her not being able to have an orgasm and him coming too quickly. And both of them are easy, easy fixes that most sex therapists have a lot of experience with and can fix. Premature ejaculation is not even an every week therapy appointment. It's like once a month for six months, we give exercises. It's just getting the couple to the point of being willing to do the exercises that helps. So what are these exercises? So for, to begin with, um, you know, a man has to be able to masturbate for a period of time for longer than seven minutes so that he can hold on to his ejaculation during that time, not being too sensitive, his penis not being too sensitive to ejaculate. So most men that I have ever worked with and that have come through our clinic and, you know, we have like 13 sex therapists now, so we see a lot of this. And most of them can masturbate with control. You know, they usually come into sex therapy with that ability already. Very few men are... When you mean control, they can start and stop or they can just... No, they can, they can masturbate for more than seven minutes before climaxing. You know, so continuous okay. masturbation, stimulation with or without erotica. And they don't climax too quickly with masturbation. They have control. Uh, that that's generally the person that comes in. We do want to explore kind of the first time it happened. Oftentimes it is first sex. Um, there are certain cultures that first sex happens in a really anxious situation. There's a setup or even a prostitute sometimes. Some cultures uh, endorse that. And you can imagine a young boy, 17, I mean, just how anxious he is. And that first experience is kind of a setup for his continuing sexual life. So we want to explore that and figure that out, uh, what happened, what he felt 
and debrief that and maybe have him share with his partner who he may never have shared with his early beginnings of sexuality. I'm really fascinated. I, I had never thought of that before until you had said, you know, what do they do when they're masturbating? So if, if this, this guy who has premature ejaculation is alone in their house and has the whole day to himself, then he has no problem lasting. Right. That's pretty no pressure. To think about that, right? When there's no pressure that, you know, and he wants to take his time and enjoy himself, he actually has control over that. Mm-hmm. And yet when, when he's with his partner, something changes, right? That's that anxiety, that pressure that's being introduced that kind of speeds the whole thing up. Yeah. And so seeing that gaining that sense of control, right? Seeing that he actually does have the ability to control it. Um, that is more natural because he gauges his pressure, his rhythm. You know, he is in, it's a direct biofeedback mechanism, right? Masturbation. That's why women and men often are very successful with masturbation to reach orgasm because they're on both sides of it. And so he is doing things when he masturbates that actually slows down the ejaculatory response, which for most men, there's like this point of inevitability, which means they're going to climax with any further stimulation or even without further stimulation. They, they have just reached a point of arousal that no matter what happens, they're going to climax. And so men with masturbation kind of play with that point and they know how to do that instinctively. They're not even conscious of it. Mm-hmm. But then in partner relationships... Their partner may not know how to do that. They may not know how to tell their partner how to do that. And you add anxiety onto it, and it's like, you know, gasoline on a fire. Um, Anxiety just changes the point of inevitability. So that's what we want them to start communicating about. So the next step is basically having, asking their partner to stimulate them in a variety of ways. Usually, I have them start with manual stimulation. So she's touching him with and without lubrication. Got to use UberLube. Remember, UberLube.com with the coupon foreplay gets you this great silicone lubricant. And it really is a great lubricant for masturbation as well. And we're talking right now about a mutual masturbation where she is masturbating him. And so touching him, it may be that lubrication is too slippery, kind of too exciting in the beginning. So it might be just touching him with her hand on his skin. It might even be that she begins touching him like through his jeans or something that is less um, direct. But getting to the point where he can last for about seven, eight minutes without climaxing is great. And what he wants to do is start to identify internally that point of inevitability where he gets, he's getting too high. So let's say for most men, the point of inevitability on a scale of one to 10 is about at eight and a half, you know, any further stimulation or lack of stimulation, they're going to climax. But for men with premature ejaculation, that point is like at a five, six. So what I instruct the men to do is to tell their partner when they reach a four or five level, depending on mm-hmm. what number. And, you know, it's very subjective. I, I don't have to really understand it. They're the ones who understand their own numbers. But what we want to do is like stay two points below the point of inevitability. So what would that mean? That would mean stop. Yes. Masturbation. Right. That means stopping let, stimulation. 
stop in stimulation to let the, the score drop a little bit. And then when you feel like it's back to like a three or something, start again? Correct. Okay. And, and just try to do that with the understanding that he's still going to climax probably early in the beginning and that that's okay. We want to take the, the brakes off, the pressure off that somehow or another in the early exercises that he's going to be able to last. He's not. And so we want to just say, let's have them try it maybe once where right. they stop at, you know, a four, he relaxes some, he may lose his erection. And this is another thing men get anxious about. Like if, if we don't continue stimulation, I'm going to lose my erection. That's going to make me anxious too. It's like, Hey, that's okay. Then you actually, that's good. You start all the way over again. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I like the idea of starting with masturbation because a lot of men try to do this during intercourse and try to change positions to kind of de-escalate things, but that's <laughs> that's not doing great timing for their partner, right? Which, you know, so how do we have these communications where you know both people are pushing in the same direction for the same goal? Right, and you know, every man is different. What we want to do in the exercises is structure them. Um, and I kind of think about structuring them in half steps. You know, what's the right. next most exciting thing? For some men, it might be oral sex. Some men can't climax with oral sex no matter what. It's just not mm -hmm. the right stimulation. And, and that actually is probably far more common in my experience as a sex therapist than men who are too exquisitely turned into oral sex and climax too quickly. But for a guy with premature ejaculation, that may be very erotic. So maybe that would be the next step is once they've mastered it with manual stimulation, they go to oral sex, and eventually they're going to move to vaginal sex. And with vaginal sex, there's two things, a um, couple of tricks that I have them try. One is I call it go for broke. Have fast, rapid sex, like right away, just Go all the way and climax as fast as you can. In fact, it's, it's like a paradoxical intervention. When you tell somebody, have sex as fast as you can, ironically, there's another form of anxiety. It's like, wait, I'm not, I'm not climaxing. What's wrong? You know? But they should. They should go ahead and with the female partner's permission and understanding that this is part of the process, there's a whole other feeling and attitude about it. Mm -hmm. So she's welcoming it. She knows it's part of the exercise. It's like, come on, honey, go for it, do it. And then he's basically very relaxed. So he can tolerate stimulation more easily. He may not have an erection right away. Again, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Also, sometimes I would have the man masturbate earlier in the day, maybe a couple hours before he has sex um, or sexual exchange with his partner because that again, releases tension, depending on the age of the guy, whether or not he can have an erection again, you know, within so many hours or climax again, it would depend. But that's a, that's a quick trick that helps yeah. him reduce anxiety. I've, a lot of men have talked about really getting more in their body, focusing on feeling their, their calves on the bed, you know, noticing their nipples, kind of rubbing their head, just bringing more awareness, just relaxing their body, taking their focus off their penis as a way of slowing down the process 
of actually pulling their scrotum down, creating space, you know, and towards the ejaculation, it starts to get tighter, you know, so that, you know, it's just another way of just trying to kind of create that space. But I love all your tips and techniques as far as just trying to recognize there's more control here than you realize Mm -hmm. if you just practice. And I think you're talking about sort of whole body experiencing a sexual pleasure. And and that really helps. So, I mean, in some ways, this treatment better syncs a man and a woman's cycle, you know, because women need so much more time. And if a man will not be anxious about climaxing and allow for massage, touch all over his body, and it kind of spreads the sexual excitement that is not so penile-centric, you know, it, it isn't just his penis, but he can start to feel arousal throughout his body. And I just want to finish with um, how to move from the earlier exercises into the sexual intercourse exercise. And the first thing that I'm going to have him do is um, I will ask him and his partner when they are together and they're at that stage that he should enter her um, but not thrust and just be fully enveloped in her vagina and try to manage that feeling and again, we take the brakes off. It's okay if he climaxes in the beginning. It's okay. We're going to get there. But sort of learning to just be enveloped, feel her vagina around him, feel the warmth, the wet, I mean, all of that, and let himself be stimulated erotically and enjoy it is part of the process. And then eventually we move toward him thrusting or her being on top and you mentioned positions that might be less stimulating for him. He may not know that, but mm-hmm. if he does know that, um, that can be helpful. You know, positions that he's not as deep or all that kind of thing. Excellent. Great advice. Well, listen, to the men listening, please challenge these assumptions and expectations. Right? It can seem insurmountable, but to move from one minute to six minutes, you can do it. Right. And I love that Lori's confidence in saying this is very treatable. There are real practical things that you can do that can change a whole lifetime of doing it a certain way. Right. To regain the control that you and your partner deserve. So let's work together. Let's make a difference against this premature ejaculation. Great. Thank you for listening. We wish you a happy new year and keep it hot and a little bit longer. (laughs) Very excited. Lori, uh, upcoming couples retreat weekend. Great love, great sex. What an opportunity for couples to work on that sexual and emotional cycle. I know. I'm so excited we get to partner together to actually teach and share with couples. It's going to be on Friday, February 5th, and we're really encouraging you to take the weekend away together to do this material with us. We're going to have interactive parts talking about the emotional connection, the cycle, asking your partner questions. We'll have little breakouts. We're going to keep it fun, keep it hot. It's going to be a fast day. We'll start at 10 a.m. on Eastern Standard Time, February 5th. Great love, great sex. Find us on the website, foreplayradiosextherapy.com, and sign up. We don't give many guarantees, but if you show up for this retreat, you will have conversations you've never had with your partner before. 
Call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media.